Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, welcome everybody. It's another Monday. Fourth of July is coming up. Can't wait. Love it when the kids come over and we get to go swimming and do the fireworks. So I can't help for that. The only thing is we live here in California, so there's a minimal amount of fireworks you can do. Wish I could do the ones that fly in the air, but that doesn't work here in California. All right, so let's get started with today's episode. How to manage your peripheral neuropathy. And that's the kind of neuropathy that I have, and I think the majority of us do. Um, I know there's other uh, neuropathies that you can get, you know, from uh, those that have cancer going through their um, regimen of medications, you know, that causes a lot of uh, nerve damage. But this one we're going to just talk about the normal peripheral neuropathy that can affect your whole body. And it's, you know, it's the one that's usually real painful. So let's get in here. Peripheral neuropathy can be uncomfortable, painful, and even debilitating. When you're diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy, you may not know exactly how to cope with it and manage it. According to the Foundation for uh, Peripheral Neuropathy, you aren't dealing with one single single disease or condition when peripheral neuropathy is diagnosed. Instead, the term is a blanket name for a series of disorders that result from damage to the body's peripheral nervous system. Symptoms of peripheral neuropathy can include numbness, tingling, or prickling sensations, most often in the hands and feet. It also uh, can be sensitivity with your body, problems with coordination, falling down, pain in the form of jabbing, throbbing, and stabbing sensations, and finally pain in the form of extreme cold or hot sensations. And that's the issue that I have. You know, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, I wear sweats. I have to keep my legs covered. If I don't, then I'm going to get that extreme cold feeling and it does not feel well. So that's why I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go in the pool or not, but we'll have to see. Other symptoms may also be involved, especially if your automatic nerves are affected by this disorder. Peripheral neuropathy might be a result from a variety of causes, including diabetes, that's how I got it, chemotherapy, alcoholism, kidney problems, infections, and disease. The important thing is to get diagnosed so you can uh, begin dealing with the problem. 
Now, this is ways of coping with peripheral neuropathy. Every person is different, which means that not every solution or treatment option we list here will be effective for you. Because there are so many causes of this condition, your treatment plan will be unique, reflecting your particular situation. Someone who experiences peripheral neuropathy as a result of diabetes, for example, needs a remedy that's different than one for someone who's an alcoholic. Whatever the case, it's important to work with a medical professional who understands pain as well as this specific condition so they can find the best results for you. So here's some medical treatments for peripheral neuropathy. There are medical treatments for peripheral neuropathy and among the most common options are pain relievers. Over-the-counter medications can be helpful, but prescription drugs might be necessary. Plastic medications are an option, as is medical marijuana in some cases. In some situations, medications like anti-seizure drugs and even antidepressants can relieve the pain experienced by peripheral neuropathy patients. Topical ointments such as capsaicin cream may be prescribed. Let me talk about capsaicin real quick. For myself, and it may be different for you, but whenever I use capsaicin, my skin is on fire. It is burning, and I, I must have an electric, allergic reaction to it. So, I mean, I'm going for the water and just pouring it on there, just trying to stop it, but that doesn't work for me. However, some of these treatments also carry side effects. This is just one reason why doctors like to work with each of us patients to help them find a program that suits their needs. After all, pain is subjective, as are your needs when it comes to managing peripheral neuropathy. There's some therapies for peripheral neuropathy. Several therapeutic options are available for managing peripheral neuropathy. Doctors usually recommend peripheral nerve stimulation, PNS, also known as Electrical nerve stimulation, which is the TENS unit, involves placing electrodes on the skin to provide the patient with a mild electric current. It's recommended that these and this type of therapy should be applied for 30 minutes every day for at least a month. Now I use a, a TENS unit uh, when I'm really bad, and it, it works for a short period of time. Some non-medical approaches for peripheral neuropathy are there are plenty of non-medical approaches to managing peripheral neuropathy, although it is best to discuss these with the doctor to make sure you're dealing with your condition as safely and effectively as possible. Lifestyle changes. Eat healthy and drink plenty of water. This is just generally good advice for life, but especially if you have chronic health conditions. Look after your feet. Make sure you check, check them for cuts or blisters often and that you don't wear shoes that are too tight. Around the house, wear loose-fitting socks that are soft and comfortable. Avoid smoking and limit your alcohol consumption. Both of these behaviors can exasperate the issues of peripheral neuropathy and exercise regularly. If it is just low-impact exercise, such as walking, yoga, or tai chi, alternative remedies, 
Several alternative remedies can be especially helpful when treating peripheral neuropathy. For example, many people find relief through acupuncture and by taking herbs like primrose oil or supplements with amino acids in them. Alpha-lipoic acid are some amino acids that improve the blood flow to the nerves and reduce the symptoms of burning, pain, and numbness. Naturally, you should check with your doctor before using any of these remedies. So I have a little bit more time left. So I'm going to go into um, some basics of peripheral neuropathy, things that you may already know, but I kind of like to repeat them in case I find some new information or anything like that. So if you've already heard these things, I'm sorry. But, you know, sometimes there's those that are out there that don't get any information from their doctors as much as we should be getting, even when we ask. So it's always good to look it up on, on your own, and that's what I do every time when I'm given a diagnosis. But here we go. You rely on your feet and hands for a great deal. So when you start to feel odd sensations, such as tingling and creeping numbness, you're understandably concerned. Your concern isn't misplaced, as these symptoms can be a sign of peripheral neuropathy or nerve damage. Here's the basics of peripheral neuropathy. There are two main parts to your nervous system. Your central nervous system which consists of the brain and spinal cord and your peripheral nervous system, which consists of all the nerves that lie outside of your brain and spinal cord. Your peripheral nervous system serves as a vast communications network that sends and receives information from your brain, including important sensory information. When, there, when there's damage to your peripheral nervous system, the condition is called peripheral neuropathy. If, and if sensory nerves are damaged, you may experience a wide range of symptoms, including numbness, tingling, burning, and or stabbing sensations, and extreme sens uh, sensitivity to touch or to temperatures. These symptoms typically strike your extremities first, when you, meaning your feet and hands, and they can start to spread up your arms and legs. Not a lot of people know that, you know, the neuropathy that you may have also affects your hands. Um, a lot of people think it's just the legs or feet, but no, it, it can be your whole body, and that's, that's the issue and the problems that I have. If there's damage to your motor nerves, you may experience muscle weakness, cramping, and loss of coordination. Peripheral neuropathy can also involve your autonomic nerves, which are nerves that regulate involuntary processes such as your heart rate and blood pressure. But we're, but we're going to focus on your sensory and motor nerve damage here. The causes of peripheral neuropathy. There are many ways in which your peripheral nerves can increase damage from acute trauma to tumors that press up against your nerves. The most common driver of peripheral neuropathy in the United States, however, is diabetes. And that's how I got mine. I've told you my story before. About one in 10 adults in the United States has diabetes, and one in three adults has pre-diabetes. Of course, with diabetes, about 60 to 70% have mild to severe forms of peripheral nerve damage. Here's some of the things that they uh, tell you about treating your peripheral neuropathy. If you're just starting to experience numbness and tingling in your feet or hands, 
It's important that you come see the doctor or go see the doctor right away. These are early signs of peripheral neuropathy, which means they can help you prevent irreparable, imparable nerve damage, which I wish they would have helped me with, but nobody knew what was wrong with me. There are many steps we can take to protect your peripheral neuropathy, including peripheral nerve uh, stimulation, vitamin supplementation, and exercise recommendations. If your peripheral neuropathy stems from an infection, antibiotics can go a long way towards clearing the infection and resolving your symptoms. If, like many people, your peripheral neuropathy is diabetes-related, one of the most important steps you can take is a better way to manage your blood sugar levels. And their point as doctors in all of this is the numbness and tingling in your hands or feet are often the early signs of what might become a much larger problem. So early intervention is critical. So see that that's the thing. I noticed those things. I had more of an issue with restless leg syndrome, but I never knew why I was getting it. Um, so, you know, that was my fault for not asking more questions to my doctor, but that's a whole nother story. So since I got some time left, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to post on the Facebook page also these new uh, Nerve Health product reviews, and they are like a supplement, and they're, you know, from one to, I think it's about ten, let me see here, yeah, one through ten, I've taken two of these different kind of supplements, but I'll post them to let, give you guys an idea of what there is out there. Um, you know, products didn't work for me, maybe they'll work for you. So since I've been discussing, or actually been posting things about medical marijuana, I wanted to also post this to you and let you see. It gives you a rundown of what strains are the best for uh, the issues that you may have. Now, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these, so I'm just going to go ahead and put it in the uh, Facebook page. But there is um, some that... If you suffer from a migraines, muscle spasm, or generalized chronic pain, there's also some for um, for an intense sedative effect. There's different strains for that. There's also a cannabis strain for mild neuropathic pain. Also, there's one called Harlequin cannabis strain, and this strain helps with um, generalized pain, nausea, migraines, and muscle spasms. Then you have one that's called White Widow. It's a, a very powerful marijuana strain for neuropic pain. And finally, the sixth one is a staple medical marijuana strain for neuropathy again. So, you know, you're going to find different types out there. You're going to find different strains. You're going to find different potencies. Um, you know, if this is something that you're able to talk to your doctor about, that's great. But I do want to warn you, you need to go slow on these products. Start off small. And if that doesn't work, just gradually work yourself up. I found myself that I started up high and it was the wrong thing to do. I got too much anxiety and I was kind of panicky and you know, I wasn't ready for the effect it was going to give me. Sure, it took away the pain, but I was not ready for the side effects. And that's the one thing you need to be very careful about. So again, you know, if you have a doctor that you're able to sit down and talk about those products, since nothing else is working for you, then... That's the way I would go. Just talk to your doctor. They'll be up front. I hope this episode's helped somebody out there or helped all of you. 
I'm glad I could do this for everyone. I'm glad that I'm able to just do it for free and give everyone, everyone the information that I was never entitled to and never talked about and never knew that there was other alternatives besides just, you know, straight opiates. So, you know, this is something that I've been wanting to do for so long. And I'm already two years in, I'm already up to episode 55. So that's great. And it's still going and it's still growing and I love it. So you guys have a great week. Enjoy your time off, read a book, spend some time with your grandkids and just relax. Get all this off your mind and do some meditation that might even work for you. But until next Monday, I'll talk to you then. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.